Seahawks fans, wherever you may be. Welcome back for another edition of the Seahawks Playbook Podcast. Join your host, Bill Alpstead, and co-host, sports writer and football analyst, Keith Myers, as we talk Seahawks football. Playbook Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Alstead, here with Keith Myers. And we've got a special guest today. Uh, we've got Denny on, the owner and founder of the NFL Mock Database website. And uh, it's a go-to place on the internet for all of us Seahawk fans that like to do mock simulated drafts, as well as look up pertinent information on the draft. He's got combine results. He's got past uh, draft grades, um, all sorts of other uh, unique attributes uh, that fans would enjoy. Also uh, does a comprehensive mock draft database um, where they have a consensus mock draft uh, overall, where they take all of the the drafts that are uh, put into the system and uh, accumulate those into one big draft board, if you will. And they also do the big boards as well. So it's just a, it's a great place, a great resource. We're excited to have uh, Denny on. Denny, welcome into the show. Keith as well. Uh, Denny, just wanted to introduce you uh, to the folks out there. Um, Why don't you tell us about yourself a little bit, where you come from, how you developed this idea and then put it into action. Sure. Uh, Well, thanks for having me. Uh, My name is Denny. I'm the founder of NFL Mock Draft Database. yeah, so I've always been a fan of the draft. I remember being a kid, you know, like 10 years old, sitting in front of the TV, watching ESPN all weekend, uh, you know, not leaving the house and just enjoying it. And that music, man, the music just just brings back so many memories. And I'll, I'll get pumped up sometimes, like when it gets close to the draft, I'll just listen to it while I'm working. Um, yeah, so I've always been a fan of the draft. And I remember when I was younger, you know, I would look up uh, mock drafts. And I would find, I think at the time, the most popular one was the Hell Redskins uh, mock draft database. Um, and they would just list all the mock drafts. It was really easy to find them. Um, you know, you click on the link and boom, you're at, you're at the article and you can read about it, right? Um, fast forward to present day, and there's a lot of these mock draft databases that exist out there. Um, they're usually just pages on another site. Um, and I was like, you know what? These are great, but like, I want more. Like, I want more information. I want to... I want to be able to, you know, uh, find a consensus. Like, okay, this is great. There's a huge list, but like, I want to know who Seattle's taking. Like, who who is who's everyone guessing that Seattle's going to take? Uh, I want to have that information. So, um, being a, a software engineer myself, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take my sports fandom and I'm going to take my my coding knowledge and I'm going to build something. Uh, and it started off as as pretty much a a carbon copy of like the other other sites, only instead of uh, just displaying the first three picks. I'm like, you know what, I'm going to display all the picks uh, and I'll just leave out the, the analysis part. So it gives you incentive to go click, click on that link and go read about them. Um, and my whole point, my whole thinking was, you know, I want to be able to provide the writers a, a place for people to find their mock draft. Um, and I don't want to, I don't want to just take all their information and then, then it's just like straight up stealing. Right. Um, so I wanted to be able to, to kind of have a house for them. 
and then fans all you know from everywhere can use the the databases more like a google for mock draft like there's no reason for you to google mock drafts when i have them all on the site so you just come to the site you'll see all the mock drafts and you can go from there um and so over time you know i've been adding a ton of features uh, i founded this in 2019 right in like february i think it was so right before the draft in 2019 um and over the course of of the years uh, i've been adding more and more features um like bill had said, said you know we have like the um combine results um and the cool thing about this is um you know uh my my site kind of makes a, a ranking for for this player right so um say for example I don't know, first name that came to mind was Greg Newsom, cornerback from Northwestern, right? So he's, I think, 33rd right now in our on the consensus big board. Um, so the cool thing about that is now, if you go to like the Senior Bowl uh, roster, right? If you go to like another site and you'll see Senior Bowl roster, you'll see a bunch of names that you're like, okay, is that guy good? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but if you go to my site, you'll see a ranking. Um, all the, the entire roster will be sorted by rank. So you'll see, oh, cool. That's a really good player, even though I've never heard of him. If he's ranked 40th, awesome. He must be really good then. Uh, so it's a good way to, to kind of take that information that exists out there and apply it to these rankings. So you can quickly see, okay, cool. These are some these are some players that are really well. And you know, we've added combine results. We've added senior bowl. Um, I have a, a biggest risers and biggest fallers page um, that can kind of you can quickly see which guy is trending up, which guy is trending down. Um, we had the consensus mock like Bill had suggested or uh, had said, um, and I just recently added the uh, ability. So before uh, it would take all the mock drafts and add a consensus. Uh, and with the recent trade uh, with the 49ers and the Eagles, the Eagles traded down to 12. Well, with the Eagles at 12, there was not a, a lot of data there. Uh, so you were having guys like Dylan Moses, a linebacker from Alabama, who was uh, projected to go there at 12 to the Eagles, which it's probably not going to happen. He's probably going to be more of like a day two, day three kind of guy. Um, but in the very early mocks, he was still like a first round prospect. So those mocks, it was pulling that information from those mocks. And so at the time, I'm like, all right, this is the time to now implement a, a uh, more recent consensus, right? So now I have uh, a consensus for all the mock drafts. I have a consensus over the last week, the consensus over the last two weeks, one month, two months. So you can kind of have, a, have an idea of like, where players are trending. Um, but yeah, there's just a ton, a ton out there on the site that I've just been adding and adding and adding. Um, yeah, I can keep going. If you <laughs> want. <laughs> no, that's incredibly fascinating. Yeah. Uh, so you're, you kind of set this thing in motion, let the yeah. data, let the data, let the, uh, the machine learning, whatever it is, accumulate the data and, mm -hmm. um, and, and put that out there and you just make some minor tweaks here and there, but, Right. You, you kind of run this thing. Uh, yep. you developed it, you, 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 you put the user interface out there, uh, you put it online and it just kind of has this, this thing where people submit their mocks the sports journalist websites, CBS, uh, mm -hmm. football outsiders, football focus, huddle report, all those guys submit do, or do you just go out and grab them and then post them? So it's a little bit of both. Uh, I do, I do a lot of Googling. Right. And uh, so I kind of rely on Google to find the mocks, but there are people now that are kind of catching on. Uh, a lot of the the smaller sites will just reach out to me directly and say, hey, here's my mock draft, which is great, you know, because I'm probably not going to find them on Google. 
uh, because it, the you know the keywords I'm I'm searching for are pretty competitive. Um, so uh, reaching out to me is the best way to get get your mock immediately up on the site. Um, but yeah. Uh, so why didn't, why didn't you why didn't you do this like five years earlier? So that way, when <laughs> I was <clears throat> writing about Seattle every day, I would have had this amazing resource because, um, you know, just it's become like it's become my go to just for information on the draft, just because uh, if there's something that you maybe don't have, there's a link to where where I would get it. And um, like so it, it it is my Google for. Um, for draft stuff. And so mm -hmm. I'm just looking at this and I, I've been, I've been using it for a while. And then uh, I'm just, I just can't get over how much easier my job would have been if this <laughs> existed, existed back when I was writing. Um, well, a, a, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff too, that I've, I've built for the site is, is I use it as a fan. Like I go to the site myself as a fan. Um, a lot of the time when I'm, when I'm actually, um, Putting the information on the site, I don't even read read it or look at it. Um, it's not until after it's live in production and you could see it on the site that I'm actually like, oh, cool, let's go look at that mock draft. <laughs> um, so while I'm using the site, I'll think of like, okay, what else would I want to see? What you know, what's curious? So things like, you know, when you look at a mock draft, quickly seeing, oh, this is a popular pick, or um, this guy is you know a rare pick, and rare means that he's probably uh, a player who's I think below rank 100. Um, so it's a player that, you know, I'm projecting that probably will not be a first rounder. So your mock draft, you know, has that projection. And then the, the thing I've gotten a lot of feedback on positively is the um, which players are missing from this mock draft. Um, mm -hmm. That's one thing that you just don't see, right? You don't, you don't get that information when you're looking at a mock draft. But when you see like, oh, this mock draft has a player who's like projected to be a top 10 player and it's not in this mock draft, you're like, hmm, why? You know, you start to you start to question things, and you start to, um, you know, get get curious about it. Uh, and I think that's that's the fun part. So, kind of speaking about player profiles and all that kind of stuff. Uh, two mm -hmm. questions: uh, Do you partner with somebody uh, for player profiles, um, whether that be um, you know specific uh, scouting information, that sort of thing? Mm -hmm. The other thing I was interested in too, uh, talking about a little bit, is your risers and fallers. And what you see, what trends you see in in that sort of thing. Uh, one player that just comes off the top of my mind is like a, a Quinn Miners uh, center mm -hmm. from uh, Wisconsin yeah. Whitewater, right? Yeah. Uh, early before the the Senior Bowl, this guy was probably projected. Most big boards had him in the you know low two hundreds, one eighties at the at the at the earliest, right? And mm -hmm. uh, he's definitely risen now to the point where he could he could possibly squeak into the, the back end of the uh, second round. So a guy like that's moving up, you know, a hundred spots over the course of, um, you know, a couple of months. Do you, do you see that happening on the back end? And, um, do you, do you kind of look at that information closer? Like what in the heck's going on with this one player? Why is he moving so much? Yeah. I mean, like, uh, the, the fun part about it is, uh, you know, you're able to go see that information yourself, right? You can go to a player's profile and, and see a, a graph. The visual graph of like, okay, this is, this is, yeah, this is their ranking um, in December and this is their ranking now and where are they trending, right? And I think Quinn Myers, for example, is trending up. Um, I saw the same thing where um, he kind of came out of the scene during the senior bowl, you know, with his uh, pop belly, yeah, and, right. you know, looking like a rock star. Uh, 
So everyone's like, this guy's awesome. And then he was, he was just manhandling everyone. Uh, so obviously his stock started to rise then. Um, but before then, I don't think he was in any mock drafts because no one had ever heard of him. Uh, but yeah, I think now, I think on the site, he's like 90th. Um, and the cool part about the, uh, my, my rankings is it doesn't just, it every, every piece of data on the site uh, accounts for their ranking. So for example, like when I have big boards on the site, you know, people's big boards, I have people's mock, first round mock drafts, I have people's team-based mock drafts. Um, all that information compiles into the ranking. So even little bits like, um, which, which is a big help for the, for the lower tier prospects. Um, not so much the, you know, Trevor Lawrence's of the world. He's, he's obviously number one. Um, and, and I don't think anyone will even come close to his, uh, you know, internal score that I have, but, um, these, these smaller prospects, you know, you'll have a guy that is, you know, right now predicted to be undrafted free agent, but then he shows up in like the seventh round of a Rams mock draft and you'll see, oh, he'll jump up, you know, a couple spots because, you know, that's more data that this player has accumulated. Uh, that you know the other players didn't have. So let's talk about data just really quick, and you know, I don't sure. want to bore too many people. I mean, this is interesting <laughs> to to some, and maybe not to yeah. others. But um, you know, to a to a developer, to a to a data scientist, it's all about the data, right? And mm-hmm. and everybody that's in those sorts of roles, they're always seeking data, the best data. They have a hard time building databases because they can't find reliable data and so forth your situation is is unique in that everyone kind of just hands you their data so you you know that the data is good because that's what you're using to to formulate uh your consensus and so forth so um describe to me that process what you thought it would be like when you started and and maybe things are, are are a little bit different now that you've been in it for a little while yeah i know when i when i first started adding the mock drafts um I was adding it uh, essentially raw. So uh, if you typed in Bob Johnson, linebacker, Oklahoma State, that's who I put on the, on the site. But now um, after kind of learning, learning some mistakes, uh, I realized that one, a lot of people don't uh, uh, are pretty sloppy when it comes to spelling. So you'll have Bob Johnson, you'll have Boob Johnson, you'll have, you know, uh, Bar Johnson, you'll, you'll have all different variations of, jo- of Bob Johnson. Uh, and so, um, you know, I realized, okay, I need, I need to, I need to be better about how I, how I in, ingest this data and, and how I can, um, you know, without make spending it so that... thousands of hours. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, I was able to, to learn from my mistakes and kind of build it that way. And, uh, the site is kind of, um, so now like when you go to a player page, it can actually see, you'll, you'll see all the mock drafts that player has appeared in and what spot they've gone at, um, which is also a really cool thing. So if you're like, if you're a fan of, um, you know, I don't know, Marco Wilson from Florida, cornerback, uh, you can go to his page and you could see, okay, cool. These are all the mock drafts he's gone at, he's been at. And you can, you'll visually see too that like most mock drafts has him as a sixth round pick or fifth round pick. Um, so you can kind of get an idea, even just for your mental, you know, you don't have to trust my ranking, but you can mentally just kind of see um, where that player is ranking, ranking in most. Got a really quick question before Keith, Keith asked one. So when you wake up uh, in a, in a start at 2 AM in the morning, you've, you've been dreaming. Uh, do you actually see the simulator running in your mind? 
maybe when I first built it, but uh, it's, it's been a while. But <laughs> That's funny. Okay, Keith, did you have some questions like to, to kind of steer the conversation towards the, the actual draft uh, mock simulator that uh, most fans uh, listening might be uh, gravitating towards? What I was um, thinking of is, is more just like within the rankings, because this year is weird in that with all the COVID stuff, there's been, there was no combine, there has been, um, you know, for the most part, no team workouts, none of the usual interviews, we had half as many games to watch. Um, and it feels like, to me, that the entire community um, has less information than we would do in a normal year. Are you finding that leads to more variability in where players are ranked or that because everyone's kind of stealing from each other, there's a lot more consensus than, than in a normal year? I would say definitely more consensus. Uh, there's There's been a couple of um, outliers where people have just gone completely against the grain. Um, and to me, you know, just having all the data I have, uh, that that doesn't that that doesn't appear to be what the trend is. Um, so I would say that more, and I think the simulators also probably don't play don't help with this uh, because you'll see that nine times out of ten, a mock draft is using a simulator. Um, and the same so players follow, are showing up in the same spots over and over again. Right, right. So uh, you'll you'll most of these simulators all tend to be the same kind of big board. They all have the same rankings. Um, but, uh, that's, that's kind of where the, the trend is going, which I don't know if it's a good trend, but whatever, if (laughs) you're using my simulator, so I'm happy. Um, but yeah. Does this, does that point to the idea that maybe when we actually get to the draft, it could be, uh, fairly chaotic as far as, uh, looking at the trends leading to the draft and then the actual draft and the evaluating of, of those players by the by the teams is much different than the actual simulators have been trending for the previous month or two. I think this is going to be a strange year and I'm worried that we're all going to be just way wrong <laughs> with all of our rankings and all of our projections. Um, and that's simply because, um, you know, the lack of workouts, the lack of combine, um, the, the fact that these, uh, private, private, uh, um, the pro day stuff, uh, some of these, some of these 40 times are just insane. Uh, you know, how much can you trust it? Right. Uh, so hand, hand stop uh, watch stuff. Yeah. 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 So, and I'm hoping that the, the scouts, I mean, I'm sure they are, but, um, the, the, that's pretty typical for pro day numbers, but since we don't have combine, uh, we're kind of taking the pro day numbers as, as face value. Um, so We'll we'll see, but I, I I just I am worried that that everything's going to be wrong, um, and I think that's one thing that um, I'm going to try to do because you know I, I can always tweak my my algorithm to make the rankings more accurate, and unfortunately I can't do that until the draft is over. So, but the good thing is I use the same algorithm for every single season, uh, so I'm hoping that um, I'm going to try to get my rankings as accurate as possible so that way for, for future years you can trust my rankings the most, right? So. Yeah, one of the things that's been really hard for everyone, uh, us, other analysts and so forth, is we just don't get 
we, we get about 75% of all the information. We get all the physical attributes. We get the combine results. We get the, the player film, all that kind of stuff. We don't get the mental side. We don't get the interviews. We don't get all that information. So there's a big, huge um, variable in there that nobody really understands that, uh, you know, that, that makes it chaotic anyway. So it's, it'll be interesting. So let's talk about the, the simulator on your site. This is probably the one thing that fans come to uh, most, I would imagine. Uh, when they click on the site, they're looking for the simulator. They want to be the GM of their team. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about the process. Talk to me about what your site does um, that, that's maybe a little unique. And then uh, after that, um, maybe we can talk about uh, a couple of the other features on the, on the website as well that, that uh, folks would be drawn to. Sure. Yeah. So, um, you know, I was, uh, I had seen other simulators online and I'm, and I was like, you know what, I, I feel like I could build that. And you know, being being a developer, like I said, I I, I took under the task of of building it, and um, you know, it was an iterative process. So I was able to add more and more as I went. Um, but the good thing is, uh, the things that are kind of unique about my simulator, well, there's one that that you can you can save your simulation. Um, you know, if you sign in, you'll have your own profile, and then you could just you know run the simulation, save it, and then it's there. It's forever. It's yours, and you have a linkable um uh url that you can send to other people um which i think is you know kind of cool and you you have it the good thing is though if you don't sign in and you you do the simulation you could still have a savable you saved link it just lasts for seven days and then it'll go away after seven days but at least you'll have like that that kind of temporary solution um so some things that are that are unique about my site is um you know i have since i have multiple seasons i have multiple seasons in the simulator so if there's ever a time where you want to go back to the 2017 draft and you're like, you know what, I want to read, I want to do a redraft. Um, you can, you can with the simulator. It's not just the current season. It's, it's multiple seasons. Um, I also have future seasons as crazy as that sounds. I have 2023 mock draft simulator. So you can jump in there and, and go look at guys that probably won't go in the 2023 draft, but you know, it's fun to speculate and, and enjoy. Um, it also kind of gives you like a, a, a almost like a head start on like okay who should I be watching next season you know who are some of these guys that are going to be good or you know I know my team has a first round pick next year and I know they're probably going to need a quarterback so I'm a Bears fan right and I'm I know it's it's a terrible situation that we have with the with the quarterbacks and everything and so I'm thinking like okay well who are the guys next year that are good um, and so I have all that data for next year as well uh, so you know through the simulator through the consensus board you can quickly see who are the 2022 prospects. Actually, that's um, very, very true. I, uh, you know, self-confession, I use it for that very thing. Um, part of our job here is, is to uh, do the prospect shows, uh, let Seahawk fans understand who's available out there that would fit into the Seahawks mold. And one of the ways that you can do that is by going through the consensus uh, big boards, the mock draft simulators over mm -hmm. and over you know, over time and build up a, a knowledge base of players also uh, by clicking the links or, or, you know, copying and pasting names and Googling, uh, you can mm -hmm. search uh, for different guys. And, and uh, that's kind of how you build, uh, build that knowledge base in your, in your brain. And the, sure. thing that you can do, the, the, the one thing that I wanted to point out about your site, that's really fun and interesting to me is that it's, um, you can kind of control uh, the attributes of each simulation. So uh, you can control the number of rounds. You can uh, have any team. You can draft for two teams. You can draft for the entire 
um, 32 teams, uh, your team, et cetera. You can control the speed of the simulation. It could be slow or fast. Um, I like to do it fast because I just want to get through it. I want to get to my pick. Um, mm -hmm. Yours is one of the fastest websites to be able to do that, to go through a seven round uh, simulation. Uh, you can do that fairly quickly. Like in five minutes, you can draft seven rounds for your team, which I find really appealing because sometimes I just want to play for like five or 10 minutes on my phone. I go in and do the simulation and, you know, that's kind of a, a cool thing. I would highly recommend uh, everyone that's listening to, to go check it out. It's uh, NFL mock draft database.com. Correct. And that's sure. where you can find all this stuff. And uh, we really thank uh, Denny for coming on. So let's, let's talk about the other features really quick um, on your, on your show. You've got the combine results. Obviously we're not going to do a combine this year, but that's tremendous to be able to after, uh, I don't know how long it takes you to upload all that information, but after a week or two, after the combine, you can go on and, and uh, those uh, totals will be searchable, I would imagine, by uh, by player. And then mm -hmm. um, the risers and fallers, the, the trade value charts that, that folks like to look at or print out uh, as mm -hmm. they get closer to, to draft day um, and, and the draft grades. Now, I have to I want to talk to you about the graph draft grades. Right. Because Seattle always, Seattle always gets Fs. <laughs> it's crazy. So I went, I just, I never saw that on your website before. Yeah. I was like, oh, I got to go check that out. I'm going to go yeah. check and see uh, how we did last year. And uh, Jordan Brooks, F, he was our first round draft pick. Uh, Daryl Taylor, F, Damian Lewis, D. He was, he was the on an all rookie team, I think. Ah. Oh, so, I will, I will. How did those get graded out? I would. I will just say that they get graded automatically. So okay. I, I don't do any, I don't do any manual grading. Uh, so what it does, I was going to use it, that charger fandom, you know, against, or the, the, uh, the Chicago fandom against you, but uh, I guess. We yeah. Do that. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's all automated. Uh, the, the hope there is that um, when the draft is over, it'll, you'll get immediate grades. You'll know exactly like, okay, was that guy good? You know, I think I'm trying to appeal to, what is, casual it, fan. what is it based on? Like what, based on it's based on the, the the rank of the player and where they were drafted. Um, so if you're if it was a guy who went top 10, but he was like 60th in on my big board, he's going to be enough. Like he probably just will be. Uh, but if he's, you know, a in, if it's vice versa, where he's top 10 player, but he's drafted 60th overall, then he'll get an A plus. Um, so it, it's just, you know, kind of plays on that. Um, but it's a fun way to know like uh real quickly if your team did well or not um based on that so yeah so i have i have <clears throat> grades for all the all the seasons and and those grades are as of the draft day so if you if you go back and and you see that i i gave i think tyree kill an f you know it's like well okay tyree kill is obviously great but i don't i don't have that information of how he did in the nfl right it, all i have is the college information so when you're putting together um, all of this, and I know you're, you're pulling data from a lot of different places. Um, has there been any consideration for taking like all the combine data and putting them together into a um, some sort of like meta stat for athleticism, like uh, Spark, um, which mm, which that would, um, that would be amazing. Because you've got like um, I mean, obviously Spark is probably copyrighted because it's owned by uh, Nike, but we have you have people like um, Zach Whitman at Three Sigma Athlete who has basically re reverse engineered that setup and has 
all that stuff. And he basically breaks it all down. And so you've got like, hey, this person is, you've got a, a raw spark, spark score of, you know, 131, but that puts him in the 89th percentile of, of end of NFL players at his position um, and that kind of stuff. So has there been any consideration for, for something like that? Or is that just unnecessary at this point? Because it's elsewhere. I, I think uh, I'm, I'm always open to anything. Uh, the, the great part about me and my site is, you know, I'm, I'm the everything. So you can just, you could reach out to me directly and if, with suggestions that you have, and I will respond to you, right? It's not like you're re reaching out to a company, you're reaching out to a single person. Uh, so a suggestion like that, I'd be like, oh, that's really cool. Uh, let me add that to my, you know, my own personal board of like things I want to do. Um, and then how long is that I... board? <laughs> there how is a is, lot. How long is that? Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I have a full-time job too. So that this is only like, and in the evenings when I get free time that I can, mm -hmm. I can work on this stuff. So, um, the good thing is, uh, you know, I, I, you know, with the upcoming, after the draft's over, there's a lot of dead time there in the summer that I'll, I'll be able to work on some major features that, um, yeah, I think yeah. that would be terrific. The athletic uh, attributes, if you can ma measure athleticism as part mm -hmm. of a database over a long period of time, you can really get very specific um, in advance uh, data analytics and, and stats and so forth um, mm -hmm. and attributes. Um, it would enhance the predictability of, of uh, success or mm -hmm. failure at certain positions and so forth. I thought I think that would be an interesting uh, yeah. thing to add. So a uh, question for you, do you have um, any future plans for your uh, existing um, mock draft database website uh, that, that fans would enjoy uh, hearing about? Or do you have other plans or other uh, ventures that you think you might uh, delve into as, as time goes on? It seems like you're kind of one of those guys that just gets an idea and then sets off to go about <laughs> figuring it out. So, I, I mean, so... The one thing I'm probably going to end up doing in the summer is rebranding the site to be more um, inclusive of all sports. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be, I'll be doing simulators for every sport, but, um, you know, I might add NBA, you know, mock drafts, for example. Um, the, unfortunately, the other two sports, you know, baseball and hockey, just, no one does mock drafts for. It's frustrating because I'm a big hockey fan, um, but you know, there's just no mock drafts in baseball. You'll find mock drafts, but it's really close to the to the actual draft that you'll find them. Um, so potentially NBA. Um, I have I have also plans for the simulator. Um, potentially like a simulator 2.0. Um, there's um, there might be some smaller stuff I want to add to, but um, there's always things popping up in my brain that you know. Like I said, I'm a fan of the site. I use it as a fan. Um, I, I'll add stuff that I want to see. So when you would mention the simulator, like you want it to be fast. Yeah, I did too. That's, <laughs> that's why I did it. Cause I want to just pump through some drafts. Right. So, um, but like I said, you know, I'm always open to suggestions. So if people want to reach out for ideas and how can I, how I can improve the site, things that you want to see. Um, I'm always open to suggestions and, and, and please make it better. Awesome. Awesome. Keith, do you have anything more to add or ask? I was just going to say, um, so the Seahawks don't pick until 56, but who are they going to take according to your model? Oh, man. <laughs> let's, take, let's take a look. Uh, so 
so <laughs> the consensus only deals with the first round. Um, so there is no consensus for the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, but you know, there, there's, there's mocks with offensive line. There's mocks with cornerback. Um, unfortunately, uh, like I said, there's no one player per se, but there is position that, uh, you know, that Seattle's being mocked with. Um, I wish, I wish there were mock, more mock drafts for Seattle. I think people just don't want to deal with the three pick, uh, yeah. mock, but, but I, I, I did a mock. More. Maybe I can, maybe I can run by, uh, really quick and see what you think. All right, let's so, do it. Uh, check it out. Okay, so I ran a, a fast mock with a uh, uh, normal uh, with a with a strict or uh, I don't know what you call. It. I'm not on the website right now. Um, uh, attribute with uh, normal trades, and uh, just kind of went about it as kind of a did, normal, did the real the realistic realistic mode. and yeah. normal yeah. trades. And so uh, Seattle at two fifty six. I traded back with the Ravens at fifty eight and got a uh, fourth round 132nd pick overall in return. Awesome. And with that, I at uh, 258, I traded back again with Cleveland at just one spot. And Cleveland sent um, the fifth round 170 overall and the sixth around 212 overall. And then uh, Javante Williams was sitting on the board. Like that's why I traded back with Cleveland one more spot because I knew Cleveland was set at running back. And Javante Williams, along with a bunch of other guys, were were available, and I knew I could I could get a guy. So I I got Williams, and then um, at. Um, well, I, I want to I want to ask you about Javante Williams. So. Yeah. You have you just re-signed Chris Carson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you also have Rashad. I used to be a first round pick, Penny. Yeah. On the team. Yeah. So why Javante Williams? Well, because I made a draft day trade and I, I shipped out a penny for a fifth round pick oh, and, nice. and check and check this out. I used that fifth round pick uh-huh. and the four one thirty overall to trade back with Green Bay and move up into the into the um, uh, 96th pick. Mm-hmm. And I picked Quinn Miners center. Uh, overall with that pick so I got my running back of the future and my center and um and and I won't I won't keep going because the the rest of the draft was just you know normal stuff but I I I was able to to take those picks and a future not a future pick but a uh a penny to to move back into the uh, third round there and get my guy so Nice. But but there's not a lot you can do. I mean, you've got the 56 pick. You can move back a little bit, but you're really not getting a lot of trade value with, with that at mm-hmm. all. And then the other packs are just kind of, you know, you might be able to pick up a seventh round or, a, you know, whatever, uh, dropping back a little bit mm-hmm. from that. Um, that I think 130 overall is where we're at. Um, it's it's uh, it's most teams have more picks, a lot of earlier picks. Uh, it's going to be a little bit more interesting. I'd still run the simulator because it's it's fun for fans to be able to do that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, what? So Keith asked you a specific question about who's who's available. Who do you think they'd pick? What do you, what do you think? What are you seeing out there? That's kind of the trend. I know that you we might not have a lot of Seattle uh, mocks saved in your in your database, but mm-hmm. um, just overall, what are your thoughts? Just as a fan, I, I think you were pretty spot on with, with the. Uh, Running back offensive line, um, you know, I think you, like you said, it, it it Seattle's in a tough position because they only have three picks. Uh, they could be moving back. Uh, I think I think one thing that 
the simulator and my simulator and other simulators don't uh, account for is um, trading players for picks. Mm -hmm. um, and that would be a really cool feature for the site, right? To be able to trade a Rashad Penny, like actually in the simulator, trade him for a pick. Yeah. And then you can, you can use it immediately on in the simulator. You can um, trade future picks. You can trade future picks. So if you decide you want to trade your first rounder for next, from next year to move up this year, you can, um, that, that, that data is there, um, which is cool. And that, that is all everything on the simulator as well as all free. Um, I don't plan on doing any paid content with the simulator. So. Just Which is outstanding. It. You know, that's uh, <laughs> that alone right there is totally worth the click to get on your site and and run this thing for sure. I, I feel like I feel like sometimes feel like the Joker, you know, just uh, uh, trying to add chaos. It's not about the money. It's just about, you know, getting something that people want, fans want. Well, you certainly want to be able to continue to, to provide the service. I mean, we'd hate to, to yeah. not have it generate anything and then go away. <laughs> and then we, we're used to this great site. So um do you do you have a contribution page or do you do uh ads on on the sidebars and and that sort of thing to kind of at least pay for the site and and some of the time yeah i mean we i, I do run ads um there is a paypal page and we i have a um, um patreon as well um but it's not something i require if people feel that they want to contribute because they are a fan of the site um by all means i'm i'll be more than happy but no, definitely not something I, I require at all. Denny, you've been absolutely awesome. I <laughs> learned a whole bunch of stuff about the back end stuff. I've always been fascinating in talking to somebody uh, about developing that sort of a high end machine learning analytical um, database on this stuff because mm -hmm. I always wondered, like, how do, how do people build these things? How do, how do they accumulate all that data and make sure it all functions and does it fairly well? Um, so I, I appreciate that. Keith, do you have any final questions or thoughts? No, I was just going to say that I actually pitched this idea with the searchable database and everything to the upper management of Fansighted back in ooh, 2013, 2014, somewhere in there and got shot down. And um, here we are talking about this site and just how amazing it is and how like essential it is for those of us that do, um, you know, do this job. And it is way better than anything I ever could have <laughs> guessed or came up with. I mean, um, the, the job definitely ended up in the right hands. That's for sure. Thank you for the kind words. I, I, I appreciate it. You know, like I'm just, you know, trying to trying to make the best product I can. and. Um, I hope that everyone's happy with it. And if they're not, I'm more than happy to make it, make it, make you happy. So reach out to me and tell me how you feel. Awesome. Great guy and humble. So uh, <laughs> you got to check out the website guys. Uh, uh, NFL mock draft database.com and um, go have fun, go have fun, go explore. Uh, you can probably spend a couple hours on there easy, just checking out all the different features and, um, and the great things that you can, you can pick up there and you'll be going back over and over again. I guarantee it. So Denny, thank you for being on the show. We really appreciate your time and, uh, sharing all the uh, valuable information about the, the, the simulator and the consensus big boards and, and all the good stuff. So we really appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you for having me. You bet. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, uh, everybody, for coming into the show. This is Seahawks Playbook Podcast. Uh, I'm Bill Olson, Keith Myers, and we'll see you next time. And go Hawks.
Seahawks Playbook Podcast listeners, thanks for joining us for another edition of the show. You can find us on Twitter. Bill is at NW Seahawk. Keith is at Myers NFL. And the show is at Hawks Playbook. You can listen and subscribe to the show at SeahawksPlaybook.com.